Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The, the Yamcast. Yamcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Erica. And this is our 100th episode. <laughs> James can stop shaking his head no, because we all know that it really is. There's no way that it's not. So with that said, we like talking to young adults and college students and their leaders about living life, and we're going to end the book of Hosea today. We uh, are. Yes. So and how can they reach us? have any questions, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at the Yamcast, or you could email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. Yay. All right. So here's a few possible sound effects for us today. 100! We made it! Okay, that's one. We could do this. <laughs> Erica. That's so funny that you say that that way. Uh, we could go with a little... Presenting! A little... Not, not, that's not going to happen? No. Do you feel like this right now? <laughs> All right, that's good. That's enough. Oh my. It's enough of our podcasting magic. So yes, technically this is supposed to be our 100th episode. It is. But. And we recorded it. We did. As our 100th episode. We recorded this episode like a month ago. And we had so much fun doing it. We did. And then we had technical difficulties. Lots of them. And then life happened. Lots of life. And we are just now getting to re-record it. The week that it's going to come out. It's going to come out this week. So, so it's still 100. So it is still, I mean, technically our last one was a hundred, but it's okay. No, this is a hundred. We're, we're not, <laughs> He's we're in not, denial. We're not doing that. We, the fact that we recorded this as our hundredth and is. celebrated it. It was. It Man. felt weird for us to use the monthly five as it our hundredth. So yeah. we, we just so stuck hard. with it. Because truly, yeah, we recorded this a long time ago and then the audio was not great. So we were like, we can't put that out there for all of you. So then we were like, we got to re-record it. But then exactly. my son got sick and you're at conferences and like just things yeah. We both have full-time jobs and then we're doing this on the side. So it's not like it's, yeah. you know, where this is our full-time gig. Where yeah. We, we just have do full-time this jobs. We want, you know, we have families, which is also a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, we have, some of us have part-time jobs as well on top of our full-time jobs. So like helping my wife put cabinets together. That, that's, that's a part-time that job. It really is. Of my full-time. Do you get, do you get a little stipend? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I get the joy of being married to my wife there, that's and the, staying married. Yes, that's the, that's the trick. It's all the payment I need, folks. It is. Heidi is the, the, the apple of my eye. What is that? I should look up what that came it's from. It's in the Bible. Is, it is. Really? Yeah, it's from the Bible. Oh. Anyway. Look at that. Look at those new things you learned. Man. You didn't think you were getting that today. And folks, that's what the Amcast is really all about. <laughs> These little nuggets. <laughs> so, so yeah, today is going to be... Our um, Hosea recap. It's the review of Hosea. Which you probably thought we would never finish, never get through, but we have finished. And you may not have realized we did finish it. We <laughs> you did, might be we like, oh, we got to go two episodes back and <laughs> your, your chapter 14, which was a delight. It was. If I do say so myself. So good. Which also had to be re-recorded. Re yeah, that one did. Re-re-recorded. Re yeah, that one had to be re-recorded. That is hard so as thanks, well. Thanks for putting up with us. Thank you. We I'm sorry it's you. been a weird... Yeah, we have not been um, very regular on our episode posting. So that's all going to change. Correct. I mean, we hope it changes. But our episodic things, consistency has not been there. No, it has not. And we apologize. But it's almost summertime. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> right. We got a ton of episodes locked and loaded. 
as I said, what could possibly go wrong? Our lovely producer, the famous James DeWall said a lot could go wrong. Yeah. That was nice of him. Thank you. Really, really believe in us. I feel that faith. So I don't remember how this was, how we did this, but I think you, I asked you the question, how, why do you think Hosea is included in the canon? Uh, I asked <laughs> you that question because oh, that's funny. I have no idea. I mean, I do have an idea. Sure. It's written. Um, it's a prophetic writing. Sure. And it has an author attached to it. So it seems more legit. Yeah. Right. Isn't that kind of one of the things yeah. they look for when they were sure. checking off the boxes for the canon? Yep. Um, and that's all I got. And it fits the storyline. And it's true. Like the, the things that it says, aren't, they're not throwing things in there from left field, right? No. I and mean, if you look at what we've talked about in Hosea, the fact that God is saying, I'm going to send judgment and then does so. And then brings his people back, just like he also said he's going to mm, do. Yeah, means this book has a tremendous amount of truth in it. And even though the story is weird with Gomer and Hosea, this mm-hmm. you know Gomer, this woman who's not living the way she should be living, and Hosea, this just fiercely faithful individual who keeps chasing after this woman that he's married to, the fact that that story so closely matches how God loves humanity, mm-hmm. and then specifically tying to the point of Hosea, he loves Israel that much that he'd be willing to keep bringing them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's really the point. So with that said, this one fits in the canon. Uh, if you're talking about a more large question of like, why do some books make it in and some books don't, you know, the, the key thing that I've learned over the years that really justifies whether a book is in the Bible or whether it's not is authenticity of the script, mm-hmm. whether it matches the overall storyline of the Bible and fits into the narrative. And if it doesn't, it's not it. Yeah. Okay. So you might read about things that they find in the desert somewhere and you go, why is this not in the Bible? What a scandalous thing. It's not as scandalous as they want to make it, but people don't know what they're talking about. And that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How pessimistic is that? I mean, but you know, reality sometimes is sad it is you know so what were your biggest takeaways okay so one of my um my biggest takeaways from hosea reading the entire thing right. was that was this just this question of will you be obedient even when god asks you to do something crazy so he tells and i guess not even asks he tells hosea to go and marry a prostitute named gomer right that is something crazy. It like is. that's that's not a normal thing that God asks his people to do. And that just made me ask the question of, well, would I be that obedient? Would I do things that seem crazy to the world, but I'm going to be obedient because God is asking me to do it. Right. So that was one of my my first takeaway was sure. would you actually do it if he asks you to do something that seems crazy? And that's a really good takeaway. And I think the takeaway that I would put it first is uh it's almost i don't know deeply connected to what you just said and here's the idea if you'd be obedient if god said to do something crazy on the flip side what the book of hosea is saying is if it doesn't look crazy compared to the rest of the world it's probably not something that's going to please god Mm. right i mean so often they're talking here about giving sacrifices to idols or eating raisin cakes or doing Mm. all these things that that to them, when you read it in, in the original language and the original concept, you know what, what Hosea is saying is you all are acting like everybody else. 
Yep. And so it, there's a part of me that if my life has nothing different than my neighbors, I'm probably not where yeah. I need to be. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or if I have so no, and I don't mean this, you know, I'm not looking around for trouble, but if I have no circumstances in my life that make me somewhat uncomfortable, I'm probably not necessarily where God would want me to be right now. Yeah. Like it's not pushing out of your comfort zone yeah. at all. Everything is safe, secure, great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this world is crazy. And so part of the reason why God asks Jose to do something crazy, like you said, is because he needs something crazy to wake us up. Yeah. Shake us out of yeah. what's going on. And for me, if, if I'm doing something really comfortable uh, and, and I live most of my life comfortably, I'm not saying that I, I'm seeking it out, but if I'm, if I'm not uncomfortable with something God's asked me to do, then I'm probably mm-hmm. acting too much like all, everybody around me. I need to figure out, maybe listen to the voice nice and quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Let him speak. What else you got? So a lot of the issues that Israel is dealing with is they stem from not taking correction. Well, mm-hmm. they stem. I mean, they, God gives umpteen chances. He is all about mercy and grace. So if he's finally getting to this point where he has this massive judgment, then how many times did they just not listen? Sure. You know? So I really want to make sure that I'm not going to be like them. So, and how do we kind of do that is by continuing to be humble and able to receive correction. Well, not getting defensive, not thinking that the other person must be wrong or whatever it might be, but really thinking about is, is what they're saying correct? And, and am I actually following after Christ or am I doing my own thing? Um, and a lot of that, yeah, really keeping pride at bay and really challenging that anytime it creeps up. Um, but yeah, that would be my next takeaway is really just being staying humble mm-hmm. and, and receiving correction well. Absolutely. That's a good one. And I, I think it's a hard one for all of us to do, like mm-hmm. you said. I mean, it's just not an easy thing. How many of us love to be corrected by somebody? Yeah, it's definitely not something that's like what you're seeking every day, you know? Yeah, and if you're raising your hand in the subway right now because you're one of those people, uh, you're probably looking weird and you're probably lying. <laughs> so just saying. All right. the I think the biggest takeaway for me, and this was my favorite part of Hosea, the whole walkthrough that we just did, was the fact that God's way, this kind of plays off of what I just said, but it's so foreign to the rest of the world, but it is the way to receive life. Yeah. So there is no other way to receive life. And, you know, specifically chapter 14, he says, you know, I am the one who brings you new life. I I bring this redemptive quality to you. Uh, So there's a beauty in that. And before we get too far into redemption, just the idea that, that walking in the ways of the Lord are a good thing and they are a life-giving thing. Uh, you know, like I said in the podcast a few weeks ago, it reminds me of Psalm 1. It reminds me of Psalm 119. It reminds me of seeing Jesus just stay focused on the way of the Lord over and over and over again. Uh, some of the things Paul's doing, he's just walking in the way of the Lord and his life is better because of it. And that's a promise that especially young adults need to believe. That if I do things God's way, I'm not missing out. My mm-hmm. life is actually better because I'm walking with him than it would be if I wasn't. And when you, and just to clarify, when you say better, that doesn't mean that everything's going to be great. That means like, right. I am better. Sure. Like internally, I mean, because yeah, Jesus walked in the way and, and he ended up dying for, it, you know, and like same thing with Paul. Paul was, had, had many things, many beatings, many whatever. And so it's not necessarily saying that everything's going to go great for you, but it no. means like 
you are good. Yeah. Like you are, no matter what's happening, like you're good, you're stable, you're secure because you're planted in. Absolutely. Where you need to be planted. And it's not easy. No. And it's and not it's, comfortable. And it's a journey. And it costs you everything, mm-hmm. but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I think the way that I like to put it is when I walk in the ways of the world, I, I like what I'm doing for a while until everything sets in and I realize I feel guilt, shame, death, mm-hmm. all those types of things. But when I walk with the Lord, no matter how difficult it gets, it's better. It's just a better way to live. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to yeah, yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the yeah. idea. Yeah. It's a really good way to, to frame it. Yeah. Thanks. That's good. Or right, what about you? What's number three for you? So another reason that Israel is where they are, not necessarily, not just that they couldn't receive correction well, but that they, they're starting to desire things that aren't God. And right. so, or they're, they're, they're wanting things of this world to fill things that only God can fill. So maybe that's safety and security. And so then they're looking for those other gods to give them that safety and security that only God is supposed to give. So really, my next takeaway is to be careful what you desire because God may actually give you over to those desires mm-hmm. And they may take you away from him farther than you already maybe were, which is exactly what happens with with Israel. He he gives them over to the things that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're even farther away from him than they were in the start. And then they realize, yeah, these things aren't actually doing what mm-hmm. I wanted them to do. And it's yeah. a scary place to be when he gives you over to them. He's like, okay, then have them, you know, because he's not going to force you. No. So... Yeah, and what's crazy is you've got this individual who is showing us the way, like I just said, and then when we don't do what he wants us to do, it doesn't go well for us, but he lets us have that. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. It's hard to deal with. It's really hard to deal with. Yeah, what about you? I think the just the identity question in the whole book of Hosea is crazy to me. The The fact that Gomer has a negative reputation, but is so loved by Hosea that, that her reputation doesn't mean what she thinks it means. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't see her that way. Even though he has to buy her back, even though he has to chase her down, even though he has to do this, that, or the other thing. Um, he sees her differently. And to me, that, that takeaway means, do I see people the way that God would see them. So if that's the picture that God's painting is Hosea sees Gomer as I see Israel Mm -hmm. and I see you as a human. I want to love you this much that everything you've done doesn't matter. I'm willing to buy you back. I'm willing to chase after you. Your identity is not locked up in those things. It's locked up in something bigger and better. And that's hard for me to picture and fully fathom and understand, but it's a really good message for me to, to process and believe. Because, yeah, we make, like, snap judgments on people based on how they look, the things they say, how they might walk, whatever it might be. Yeah. And that then already starts to detract us from, like, seeing them as the way God would want us to see them. Mm-hmm. That they're also an image bearer, you know? Sure. That doesn't really help us. So, yeah, I like that. All right, final thought from you. Yeah, my last one is that, and we kind of touch on a little bit, but that God is always about redemption. And that's what he, I mean, he, he trickles it throughout Hosea, but then he really says it at the end, like, I'm still going to be here when this is all over. And, I, and I'm doing this to bring you closer to me. I'm right. doing this to bring you back. 
And that's really what it's about is he always wants you to return to him. He always wants you to come back. And I think that's beautiful. Like no how no matter how far you think that you've gone, he still is right there. Like he still just wants you to turn around and return. And and that kind of reminds me of like the prodigal son. Like he gets so far, but the, his dad is watching for him. He sees him from afar and runs, you know? And and that's exactly what it's like with with our heavenly father. Like he is just he just wants you to return. He just wants you to come back. So some of these things might, he might let them happen so that they will allow you to return. But that's what his end goal is, is always redemption. It's not the judgment, yep. it's the redemption. So, No, that's great. It's a beautiful picture. And the whole Bible's full of that picture, which is really cool. And it's a huge part of even what it means to be a Christian, right? I mean, I think we forget about that all the time, that we are redeemed and that therefore we are supposed to be the people that are redeemed, act like we're redeemed, treat people like they're redeemed. It's just a beautiful thing. So kind of along that lines, I look at scripture and I look at the people that I, I love and that I call my own. And the last takeaway that I'm going to give to this is Israel is better coming out of the exile than they were going in. And so the idea of redemption is not even uh, what we usually think of it just for the forgiveness fact. It's it, it actually is the better version of life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So so often I've had couples come to my office who are really struggling with with uh, an infidelity or something else that's happened, and they're just they don't know what to do with it. And if they put their heads down, trust in Christ, walk with Him, let Him lead them, they actually end up being better off in the long run. Partly because they're more honest with each other than they were mm-hmm. before partly because they know deeper secrets about each other than they knew before. And they're willing to work through some of that difficulty. And that's hard for us to picture and imagine because we live in a world where we believe that trust is eroded and gone forever, but you can rebuild it. Mm -hmm. And if you rebuild it, you're actually in a better place at the end of it than you were at the beginning. And that's, that's weird, but it's one of these beautiful things about Mm -hmm. who God is. And so not only does he want us to return to him, but he wants to actually provide a better space for us in the long run. And so, so many couples that I've worked with over the years, they just, they have all these little things that they just let brew, 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 and they don't like each other. And so then that leads them to some type of separation of some sort. And then they realize they love each other, but they've broken that trust. And so they try to bring it back and eventually could take a long time, but they get back to the spot where they're like, okay, it's actually better today than it ever was. So we had this idea in our mind because our culture tells us love is like a honeymoon, you know, or love is mm-hmm. like the first kiss. Love is not that. Love is the the building, the broken building back into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's way bigger mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. And so the Bible is full of those pictures. The life is truly full of more of those pictures than we give it credit for. But if we're not looking at it through the lens of God, everybody's disposable. Everything's mm-hmm. disposable. And it's just about us. Yeah. Like yeah. I fell out of love. So I'm done. Can you imagine if Hosea would have said that? Mm. no god peace i appreciate that but i'm not going to do what you're asking me to do i tried it once it didn't work yep. so she She's, left she stinks and uh i'm not coming back so she stinks <laughs> not literally stinks but no you know but I mean. yeah all right wow so we did hosea episode 100 and hosea Woo-hoo! i just want to make sounds happen that's not the one though hold on <laughs> i was like what are we doing <laughs> this one's great oh i is that the right but sound? It, no, you need the cheering. How about this one? 
No, that's like that's the Twilight not, Zone. That's not right either. <laughs> Who put me in charge of this thing? I don't know, James. James, did you, did you give him this hundred episode? <laughs> All right. Well, hey, everybody. Well, and thanks for listening for 100. We, yes, we agree. And we appreciate you. We love our listeners. We love feedback. We're excited about our next journey. Yeah. It's a New Testament book. We're going to hop back into the New Testament. Named after our producer. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Yamcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to check us out on all the socials like Instagram at the Yamcast. We love to hear back from you guys, so please leave us a comment or a review, and we might even send you guys a sticker. Also, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. 